Huh? <laughs> Hello. Uh, huh? Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I know it's gonna happen again. And welcome to We Like We like stuff and so should you. <laughs> See, it's not that funny, but it's only funny because the way Melissa, um, my co-host, and uh, uh, is, is moving when... What else am I? What? Your co-host and you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say my name, but I can't like make that work in the sentence. Oh, I thought you were going to say co-host and, and best friend. Come on. Well, that wouldn't be false, would it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this I is thought sh- you were too embarrassed to admit we were in love. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that kind of show, eh? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is We Like Stuff and So Should You, a show where we talk about the things that we like. Uh, hopefully we can kind of tune you in on some new cool things or anything of that nature. Uh, this is Melissa. I'm Brenny. Uh, we are very tired. We've had a couple rough weeks. It just never stops. What was was it? Smash Mouth had it right. The hits keep coming. They don't stop coming. That's not how it goes. I don't know. How does it go? The years start coming and they don't stop. The years? Yeah. Oh, they really don't stop, eh? Dang. Yeah, do you have a little, like... Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Head gets smart, but your brain gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? You never know if you don't go. Go. Uh, so one of the one of my favorite things is that Melissa. Um, so one thing that we may talk about, I don't know if Melissa's already talked about it. Um, her, one of her favorite shows when she was younger was The Mighty Boosh, uh, and in watching the show currently, have you talked about this? I don't think so. Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, you can listen to that episode. I don't no idea where it is. Um, uh, if you've ever watched that show, the humor in it. Calling the humor dry is inappropriate. <laughs> but I don't know what else to call it. I think it's also really great. It's never really like laugh out loud moments, uh, but they're really good. So knowing. It's all laugh out loud moments. What no. are you talking about? It's not all. It's a you lot of them. laughed out loud? Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of the moments in The Mighty Boosh are very much like, wow, this is wild. Yeah. And some of them are like, Oh my gosh, I'm laughing very hard right now. Yeah. But a lot of it is just like... Davey. (laughs) Nemo. See? I know. Anyways, so Melissa always told me that she really liked the show when she was younger, basically in high school. When I finally watched it, I was like, oh, I get everything about you now. Uh, And the thing is, is that Melissa will do bits that nobody enjoys. Uh, Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And she will... She won't stop until somebody tells her to. And I've learned that if I don't tell her to stop, she just keeps going. Uh, 
Uh, and then it's very fun to see how far she will go in a bit that she knows uh, is a hundred percent not worth it anymore and now she is now uncomfortable continuing the bit. Hence so much of that song uh, and it wasn't even that much it was maybe like 30 seconds but yeah. As they say the years start coming no, they don't that doesn't coming. fit. Uh, yeah it did it did at a point let's just splice it in take that little clip and splice it in when it works what like in the future no in the past you said that it just keeps coming when 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 i do a bit i just keep going with it gotcha that's where it fit is it now anyways we're very tired um so we might have a, a little bit of a shorter episode uh, where, again, we talk about stuff. Uh, and then I might play uh, an assortment of music that I, uh, I particularly cater uh, rather than just jumping the gun. And if we have time, I just throw a song in and you have to listen to figure it out because I like to do these radio shows relatively live, even though we're recording at home. Uh, broadcasting through the facilities at Trent Radio at 92.7 CFFFFM. I did it. Uh, but yeah, I don't like to cut things, so whenever we do things like that, I usually just slap on a song and I don't explain it because that's radio, baby. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how far we get. We're both losing our minds right now, apparently. Do you have a little like you want to start us off with, Melissa? Okay. Melissa, if you will. I most certainly will, sir. <laughs> gotta face the microphone and you turn away it's actually very quiet oh i apologize sir you don't have to yell sorry sir <laughs> let me talk at an appropriate room temperature volume that british accent was going across many different uh types so it's my <laughs> were you trying to go to new zealand i don't know uh, my little like is, um, I apologize. I did not realize how tired I was. We all apologize. And, uh, when I'm tired, I go real silly. So that's the result of said. Oh, they know. <laughs> this isn't the first episode. Every episode is <laughs> tired. Uh, my little like is eating ice cream from the tub i feel have you ever done that with ice cream that is not ben and jerry's though yeah well they're ice cream that comes in small tubs what other ice cream comes in small tubs like hagen dazs Corsa dairy Corsa dairy comes in small tubs like that? yeah i bought us a small tub before i don't remember that yeah they're a little bit bigger than Ben and Jerry's, so it's like. Oh, okay. Because when I think of ice cream in tubs, I think of like either generic brand or like Chapman's, where it's like a brick. Mm. Um, so I wasn't sure if all your life you've only eaten Ben and Jerry's, and I was scared for you. No, no, I never ate it until I was older. A refined taste. I mean, I used to only eat Quartha Dairy's. That's fair. It was right beside your house. Yeah. Nice. Well. Wait, why specifically out of a tub? I just like the freedom. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> it, it makes... I just didn't expect that. 
I would. It makes me feel nice <laughs> to eat ice cream out of a tub, knowing it's all mine. Ah. I I get to eat the ice cream. I get to pick the pieces, especially when it's got chunks. You know, sometimes you put it in a bowl. Yeah, Alex then... was going nuts about the purity of ice cream when his was like d- double caramel, triple cone explosion. Yeah, okay, I wasn't done though. I apologize. What I'm saying is that if you put it into a bowl, sometimes you don't get a good chunk to ratio ice cream. <laughs> 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 You wanna you wanna try that again, Chief? Sometimes you don't get a good chunk to ice cream ratio. And I swear I am just tired, okay? I feel No, that's fine. Don't don't apologize. We've already said that. I know. I can't talk either properly. So we're just gonna have to fly through this one. Chunk to ice cream ratio if you put it if you get scoops sometimes the ratio is off if you eat it out of the tub you always you, decide you can pick if you want a chunk or you, you want just ice cream and you can just dig out chunks if you want you know that's that's super interesting and i don't mean to turn this into a whole thing but like i absolutely have like very aggressively negative memories of having ice cream in a bowl and just being upset because the rest of the ice cream is chunkless because I ate all the chunks at first because they're really good yeah. and then I, 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 I played myself. Yeah. There you go. You're absolutely right. I, I've never thought about it in such like a... We're talking about it like it's like a refined, dignified way to eat ice cream. But it it's is. like, no, it's just smart. Yeah. You're in control. You have the freedom. Yeah, you have the freedom. That's what I said. <laughs> you laugh. Yeah, it's youth, a f- upon further consideration, <laughs> sir. You realize the validity of my consumption of ice cream. I mean, I wasn't. I'm a, a connoisseur, Brennan. You can trust what I have to say. I really hope the microphone is good enough that it picked up the fact that you swiped your hand on my arm as you were um, <laughs> no. blazon- brazenly uh, telling me how much of a connoisseur you are. I'm pretty sure I got it. I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> Only the snootiest of laughter. <laughs> uh, that's a joke from Gravity Falls. Please just look that up. Um, because we both did head motions that we can't describe. And there's no way. Uh, and that you episode... Could, but it's not worth it. It's not the worth it. And that episode has Neil, uh, Nathan Fillion in it. As uh, Pacifica Northwest's father. Uh, which was very good. What's your little like? Um, I think my little like, it's it's a little bit more abstract. I, I think it's the uh, appreciation of the uh, of long hair <laughs> because I am slowly now getting long hair and I really enjoy it. Um, but but now he looks like Friar Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait a second. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, you don't know? <laughs> Let's just, uh... <laughs> okay. First of all, no. Second of all, maybe no. <laughs> when my hair is in a ponytail. Maybe. Yeah, when your hair is in a ponytail, you have this little, like bowl cut action yeah because the side so anyways so my appreciation <laughs> so i have long hair and obviously having more 
uh, I guess, um, uh, masculine associated haircuts. It was always just shorter at the sides, kind of longer at the top, and it was never really that long. So in trying to grow it out, my hair is super long on the top and relatively kind of long at the sides. Um, and the last time I went to go get a haircut, I was like, hey, I want everything to kind of grow out the same. And Diane from the unicorn down, like, Diana. Diana, I'm so sorry. I always do that. I don't know why. I used to call my old boss, uh, um, like, well, no, this is different. I used to call my old boss Jess, uh, and she has never introduced, said, uh, or agreed to that shortened nickname. And then she once corrected me, and she was like, do not call me that. And I was like, I don't know why I started. I'm so sorry. Um, and I don't know why, like, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Diana. Uh, and they basically gave me, like, a, a bob, which was very great for like the first couple of weeks because they were just like, yeah, you, this is how you have to have your hair if you want it to grow out appropriately. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, and now the sides are getting longer, but it's not long enough to match up with uh, the ponytail that I make uh, with the long hair on the top. So because of that, unfortunately, Melissa is right. And I have basically a uh, weird monk style bowl cut um, what, what kind of monk is that? It's a friar. What? Friar. Is that a type of monk? It's like a medieval monk. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just have that. English medieval um, monk. I think uh, Robin Hood era. Yeah, no, I looked up Friar Tuck just to make sure I remembered, and it was straight up just like, yeah, Friar Tuck's Robin Hood's dude. Yeah, he is. But yeah, He's I... Robin Hood's boy. Robin Hood's... Uh, that almost went on for another part. I saw it in her eyes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I have a... Robin Hood's brother, twice removed. No, that's not funny. His cousin, three times removed? No, that's less choice. funny. What? <laughs> what? His brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> It's dad. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty good. That was all right. Yeah. I mean, it's not that good, but that one got me. I knew it would. You were tr you were digging so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the whole point is that I tie my hair in a ponytail. It can't catch the side pieces because they're not long enough, but they're absolutely long enough to get in my eyes and mouth. And just having that appreciation for everybody that have has had long hair. It's like, yeah, this is effort. And I understand why people with long hair that cut their hair short and they're like, I'm a god now. Because I've always just had that as the default. And now I, I know I want long hair. And I keep like, I keep trying to balance between, I'm just going to cut the sides off and just have that weird kind of, um, like a Sokka from... Avatar The Last Airbender haircut where the sides are short and he has a, a warrior's wolf tail. Um, but yeah, no, I really want long hair so I have to like fight through it and I just really appreciate everybody who's just like, that is their default. They live with it. They've figured it out. Every time I put my hair in a ponytail, I just get a headache and it's like, ah, 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 why? That's just life? That's just what people do? There's... Well, there's gotta be better ways, and there isn't. Well, I guess depending on the hair tie you use. 
You can put it more on top of your head if it helps, but you don't have enough hair, so... And yeah, and it's specifically that I'm trying to get as many side hairs as possible, so it has to go to the back, not necessarily in the top. Yeah. Um, last time... I guess last time you went first, because you were working. You were on your break, and you did... You did our audience a favor. I did it. That you did, Miss Nam. A big old favor, sir. There's that accent again. I sure did, sir. That accent is waning. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank <laughs> you, sir. That's from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I call this one? <laughs> Problem with the mighty boosh. Just to touch on this. I like you. <laughs> what do you think of me? I don't really know, sir. <laughs> Make an assessment. <laughs> I was trying to remember the other person's part, and Melissa did finish that. That was very excellent. Uh, I was just gonna touch that. Uh, I feel like the mighty boosh may have some notoriety as like weird YouTube clips you would have seen maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Like old... Also, some of it is does not really stand the test of time. There's some Oh, there's a whole episode that okay, we should... Uh, yeah, it's, there are some problematic things. But in general, there's some jokes that are always going to be my favorite jokes of all time. But For sure, yeah. I Yeah, some of it I can't really watch too much anymore because it's pretty... Yeah, and even so, like... All things considered for that one episode that we're both that I'm talking about right now, it's like it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was pretty bad, because they straight up were not the skin color that they were. They're both white dudes. But they didn't like aggressively enact as many stereotypes as I expected once the skin tones were changed. And you know, people make mistakes, whatever. Uh, not whatever, relative to what they still continue to do. I don't believe they are those people anymore. Uh, but yeah, what was I going on about? Oh yeah, I guess it's my... Cheetos. My, we still have those... We you still, were talking about Cheetos. I was not, but we still have those cheese balls. Tell us something about cheese balls or Cheetos. So we have uh, probably... Let me see if I can see it from here. You want to count them? No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm not counting. No, you I wouldn't even just, do. You want to read the list of ingredients <laughs> or try? <laughs> See if you can pronounce it all. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I bet that has really long, weird ingredients. In okay, it. hold on. Let me let me go get them because I don't know. I guess we're both not stalling for time, but we're both very tired. So, you know, why not? Let's see. This has much less ingredients than I expected. Really? Uh, Can I see? It's still a lot, but it's this part. Oh, yeah, that's still a lot, Renna. Uh, so here we go. So this is Cheese Balls by Utz. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> Utz. <laughs> U-T-Z. 
uh, <laughs> with real cheese. They are corn snacks. Um, so yeah, our friend Matthew Campbell, who makes all the music for our background stuff. They still look good. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, so here we go. So this is a kilogram of cheese balls. When it was, this is, this is a little bit less than half full right now. Um, We've had this thing for four years yeah. and have not eaten a single cheese ball out of it. Yes, because he also gave it to us at this uh, amount. Yeah. Um, and so you can hear it. It doesn't sound great. It sounds it sounds like marbles or rocks. Not marbles, but like soft rocks. Yeah. Have you felt one recently? No. I refuse to open this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a bottle. It's a stink bomb in there. So, like, this thing is basically... It's a, like a water cooler water bottle. Yeah. But, like, it's the size... Like, the, it has a, almost a, the diameter of my forearm. And, so, like, it's almost like a square, but in a cylinder form. I don't understand. Um, and I'm like... I don't know. I'm six feet tall, so just imagine that forearm. I don't know if that's possible. Measurement is weird. Anyways, this thing is huge. You already told them it was a kilogram. Yeah, but a kilogram can mean anything, depending on the don't density. Don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Look, a kilogram is the same. Yeah, but that's cheating. Read the ingredients. Anyways, anyways, uh, that was Limmy. I don't know. Uh, he, he's really, he has a weird sense of humor. Anyway, uh, my whole point is that we got this four years ago, um, open, had less than half full, and the expiration date, expiration, the expiry date is, uh, it seems to be November 17th, 2025. Oh, it's still good. Yeah. Oh, we should eat them. <laughs> Give me one. Okay, I'll do that after. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we have cornmeal, uh, vegetable oil, whale, maltodextrin. Whale? Did you say whale? Whey. I absolutely 100% said whale. Okay. But it, it is whey. Okay. Uh, maltodextrin, cheddar cheese, which has milk, bacterial culture, salt, microbial enzyme, uh, buttermilk, milk... Okay. Uh, so they have cheddar cheese, buttermilk, milk fat, salt, mono and diglycerides, monosodium glutamate, um, natural and artificial flavors, sodium cassinate, uh, sodium phosphate, color, lactic acid, autolyzed yeast extract. I wonder, I can't remember what autolyzed means. Uh, and citric acid. That's it. That's not bad. Ma, you Beca could pronounce most of those. I could pronounce all of them. The only thing that I would actually question is if I said castanate correctly, and possibly autolyzed. But those are those. I'm like 99% sure I said everything else correctly. And actually, I'm pretty sure on those words too. Because um, the other half of that is the French. That is less. Wow. Would you like to try one? Yeah. If I die, it was Brendan. He's. What? That smells like something that I. I don't understand. What does it smell like? No. Is it... Just have one. Should I smell it first? I don't know. <laughs> Ew, it smells so bad. It, it smells so musty. It definitely wasn't in the ingredients, but it 100% smells like somebody like sprayed like a plastic aerosol chemical to keep it fresh. I mean, it's still good. Should I eat it? Yeah, just like chew it. Like, bite into it. Don't put... Okay. 
<laughs> Does it taste as bad as it smells? <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> I think I know what happened. It tastes like drywall. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh my god. I think I know what happened. So if it was full, it's poison. <laughs> it, it's poisoning. I think you might have to call poison control. I'm so glad you were so stoked about this because I would have done it, but you were like, "Yeah, give it to me, party." I gotta go spit it out. Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, my explanation is that if it was unsealed and uh, just like ready, like if that was the first time we ever opened it, I would attest that it would have been fine. I don't know if Melissa can hear me because she's washing her mouth out right now. But because we have opened it, well, we didn't even open it. Because it's open, um, I, I would imagine that the cheese balls absorbed the plastic uh, at some point. Well, plastic degrades over time. You're not supposed to reuse like regular water bottles that you would just buy. Uh, Why did you let me eat that? Because you're not gonna die. It's just gonna taste bad. Anyways, that's my uh, speculation as to why it smells like, um, I don't know what to call that. Uh, but apparently- I don't know if I'm gonna die. It sure feels like it. Oh, can you get me one too? Uh, something fun. I don't think there's any ciders left. Unless there's like a mimosa cider. Which one? I guess. Thank you. Uh, I guess the comforts of uh, recording at home. Just start drinking. That's not helping to wash the taste out, eh? It's, it's... It is, but it literally tastes like I bit into it, and it was like, <laughs> I honestly think I'm gonna, I'm not gonna die. No. Are you sure? Yes. <coughs> I'm gonna get some kind of disease. Aren't I? No. From eating that plastic? No, thing? Melissa. Melissa, you wrote a whole song with Aaron about how everybody eats like 16 credit cards a year. 52. 52. You think, I can eat that the whole jar right now. The plastic. No, I mean the jar itself, not everything inside. I'm just saying. You You're not afraid to die. You <laughs> it's a pact. We go down together. I refuse. Oh, um, what? I ref I'm not going to put that in my mouth. Are you gross? Don't you put it in your mouth. That was a terrifying uh, children's ad. This is a wild episode. We have not talked about anything. That's okay. All we've done is eat disgusting cheese. All you've done is eat disgusting cheese. Yeah. And technically, you know what, Matt? Whenever you listen to this, this is your fault. <laughs> it is your fault. You gave this uh, weird housewarming present. You bestowed these cheese puffs upon us, knowing that we weren't ready for the responsibility of the cheese puffs. Yeah. And then they sat. They did not get eaten. There's probably bugs living in there. No. You don't know. I do. It's sealed. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's sealed with a proper lid that took effort for me to get out. Anyways, shall we actually do our show? Are you ready? I'm gonna have to eat more ice cream after this. To get the cheese taste. To get the taste out, okay. Okay. Uh, you did go first last time, as I was trying to say, because you had your job, and then we somehow spiraled out of control. Um, so I was gonna go first. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, just as an aside, I'm drinking Mike's Hard Peach Fuzz, which sounds like a terrible name. That's an awful, that's a gross name. Uh, I don't like it. I feel like uh, it's very much artificial peach, and yeah, it's it a. It's like fuzzy peach. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I can taste, I can feel the vodka taste alongside the fuzzy peach, rather than just being like, oh, there's a nice fruity drink. That's not what I want from like coolers. Anyways, Mike's hard fuzzy peach, peach fuzz, bad. <laughs> Why'd you make that face? Huh? Anyway. Someone... Please settle this debate. The sugar goat. What the frick? <laughs> Who is debating this? Hey, uh, I look. I promise we'll start. I promise we'll actually do our show. No, we won't. Um, this is like blog now all over again. <laughs> um, you can uh, send us an email at we like stuff and so should you at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Instagram wlsassy s a s s y on Instagram. I guess at wlsassy. Um, help us settle this debate. Does sugar belong in spaghetti? Um, I think in small amounts. I was gonna say I think the argument cuts, cuts out the, the acidity. Yeah. They think the argument is that, but like, if someone's violently against putting sugar in spaghetti, or is someone putting so much sugar that their spaghetti is sweet? Yeah. What? You never seen Elf? Elf. 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 Yeah. With Will Ferrell. Yeah. Well, that's a movie, Melissa. You know how he eats his spaghetti? With sugar. Yeah, lots of it. Yeah, he eats Not everything. even tomato sauce. He eats everything with sugar, it Melissa. Just, just M&M's and chocolate sauce Melissa, on his this noodles. Is, this is a movie. Cold noodles. It's real. I'm so thankful we have background music because we're not supposed to have dead air on the radio. This is how you're going to be, eh? Anyways, this is a nightmare of a show. I'm very excited, though. It's <laughs> the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time with my best friend. He admitted it, folks. We <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. Uh, no, I was trying to do a bit, and I immediately messed it up. And here's me stopping. Anyways, uh, my first thing, which we're pretty much... We're going to uh, follow through on what we said. We're pretty much only going to be talking about one thing each based on how much time we have left. <clears throat> Why? 
Why'd you clear your throat like that? Because there's residual cheese. Oh, that's fair. It's just in there. I think it's gonna coat my throat forever. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be free. God, I hate this hard peach fuzz. On my day of the day of my wedding, <clears throat> a little orange fleck comes out of my mouth. It's gonna stay in your wedding dress. <laughs> Born child is born. I cough upon giving birth. <clears throat> Little orange fleck comes out, hits the baby. Dead. No. no. <laughs> they now have a taste for Cheetos. That's not Cheetos, Melissa. They now have a taste for cheese puffs by Oots. <laughs> <laughs> by Oots. <laughs> and nothing can satisfy their craving. Because the company has gone out of business by then. I must eat moldy Uts balls. Moldy? Yes. Melissa, you've seen these. You've tasted them. Nothing can ever grow on them. It's true. <laughs> They're not moldy. If They're the same as they were 10 to 15 years later before. I don't know. The day when I die, my autopsy reveals. Why is there an autopsy? Were you murdered? Yes. Huh? By cheese balls. By us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was real. It was a ploy all along, eh? Yeah. Uts was just the mastermind behind your whole life. Yep. And who's the president? Matt. Campbell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to jail, May I continue? May I actually do at least a quarter of our show appropriately? If you wish. I do. Very well. Thank you. Good on you, sir. I don't believe you. You get that, you pick up that zipper and you, you put it back somewhere. Where'd that key go? You can't lock that mouth. <laughs> Anyways. So my first thing is uh, a webcomic um, called Undivine. What's happening? You don't get to just pull that key back and just drink stuff. I see what you're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is a webcomic called Undivine. Um, I recently found it like two days ago and it really reignited my... In, in like intense passion for um, uh, for the I don't know like the style of web comics that I really enjoy I don't know how to describe it um, but previously on this show I think like this f- first one of the first five episodes I talked about a web comic called Gunner Creek Court and I did my best to kind of explain what that comic's about and I'm pretty sure I did a poor job trying to explain like the first like five chapters and, uh, and trying to entice people to read I'm pretty sure nobody wanted to read it after that especially after I described it Brennan's pretty notorious for describing things bad yeah and like uh, as we've said before uh, if I really take a shine to something typically um, there is a hundred percent there is very much so uh, merit behind what I'm saying and how I'm backing it even though I cannot defend it to like to save anybody's life including my own but anyways um so i found undivine it was just uh, i think it was like a artist that i was following on instagram um i believe called coco not art 
do 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 do. Uh, their name, uh, yeah, uh, Cat Coconut, sorry. Uh, their handle is Cat Coconut. Um, she is a, uh, let me go just go about them on their comic. They, uh, I believe their name is pronounced Aimee. Uh, is a queer Cuban freelance comic artist, uh, currently working just on, on Divine. Uh, they have uh, other projects as well, and they just have a really good art style. Uh, literally the reason why I started uh, following them is uh, it's a very cute but like also serious art style, uh, especially depending on the kind of thing, like the kind of things that they're depicting. Uh, and it's very soft but very good lines um, and sometimes pretty sexy. Uh, and one one character's a werewolf. It's fine. Um, and it's just super cute. It's just really cute to see these characters. And I've had a whole stint about talking about like slice of life anime. I went on a whole thing about that. Um, this uh, webcomic. Um, Daniel, a high school senior, has problems just like anyone his age has. I don't know why I had to say that like that. Uh, however, dealing with his problems by giving up a soul for a demon that will help him isn't the usual thing to do. Now, the free d demon Esther uh, wasn't what he was expecting, uh, but with her help, Daniel will finally have things going his way. Never mind the sudden bouts of throwing up blood and fevers. What can you expect without a soul, right? That's just the pre <laughs> That's what it says. Right? Anyways, it's pretty... I wouldn't say it's cheesy. Right? I wouldn't say it's cheesy. Right? Okay. Is this you now? Is this all you do? Mock me in my time of need. Did I mock you? I guess, right? Huh? Call me there. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like a young adult comic, I guess. Uh, it's a dark fantasy comic that deals with revenge, morality, friendship, and monsters. Not really suitable for anybody under uh, 14, but that's fine. Um, and it uh, it takes place on a small fictional, uh, I, I guess, Cuban island uh, in the Caribbean. It's a theistic <coughs> excuse me, society that worships La Divinidad. Um, and I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly. Uh, it's just like a heavy Cuban culture, uh, sorry, a heavy culture based on Cuba. Everyone on the island is uh, Latin. Uh, and it's just like a really great comic. I don't know, it, it's effectively like a slice of life that just involves demons and paranormal stuff and all these things. Um, you find out that there are angels all about and the angels are a hundred percent the typical frightening too many eyes too many mouths too many wings too many orifices that have full of teeth or, or other things that shouldn't be there kind of angels uh the demons are also not what you're expecting and it's just like neat I, like i don't know it, ha it it fills the niche of me wanting to read in general because I also feel like I haven't read in like four to five years. And I, I looked at this comic and I was like, I really like this art. And I started reading it and I was like, I burned through 300 pages in an hour. And now I'm caught up. 
now I just have to wait like a normal person I'm very upset about that but uh, yeah I just really like uh, the art style like I was saying it's very like soft and cute but everything gets very scary and spooky especially when people have like uh... <laughs> yeah especially when people have like um, sharp teeth uh, as you do when you are dealing with demons and apparently angels that should demons? Should... De- demons? I nope. I you said demons. I might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> uh, effectively Daniel is just having a rough time. Um, things aren't really going his way, but it's like it's not like a classic angsty thing. He seems like he's just having like a really bad luck, and he's just having a bad time. Uh, and while being scolded in his like very religious Catholic school almost. I don't know if it's actually Catholic, but very religious. Um, He hides out. He accidentally gets locked in a locker. uh, Sorry, in a basement. um, And hides out there for like the night until he can kind of leave because nobody knows he's there. And he finds a book and he's like, oh, this has a bunch of like pagan symbols in it. This is weird. You know what? Not that I truly believe that this will work, but like, couldn't hurt. And he straight up just like does one of the... uh, the uh, ceremonies in it uh, and he effectively like gives up his soul <laughs> to uh, summon a demon that would help him uh, it's really neat because you don't really it's not explicitly stated what he asked for or what what help he asked for which I think was really neat uh, and then the counter deal that the demon Esther uh, kind of asked for you don't really know the details of either there's lots of it's just very good writing and very good pacing excuse me and I just, I just think it's really exciting. Uh, and there's something about uh, the kind of art style that I really enjoy, uh, especially when you find it with uh, the uh, like good writing. I found lots of comics before online um, that have terrible writing, or not necessarily terrible, but just not good writing. But I've kind of stuck with it for the art, and then I kind of dropped it off. But this comic um, on Divine, it 100% reignited that uh, interest that I had. And I feel like all my passion has come back for all those webcomics I used to like. Uh, there's another one that I, I remembered about called The Meek. Or I don't know if it's The Meek. I think it's just called Meek. Uh, I have lots of pages of Gunner Court to read. And I was just really excited uh, about Undivine. And I'm very upset that I have to wait like a normal person. Um, but it also kind of uh, coincides with uh, there's like a a weird niche market of web comics that kind of happened in like the early 2010s. Uh, I don't, did you ever read web comics at all? Were you ever into that? <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. Not really. Oh, that's fine. I don't I know. I didn't really start reading um, comics like at all until I met you. Ooh. And now you're all about them. Kind of. But yeah, so yeah, there was like a weird boom of webcomics. Um, some of them, uh, sorry, in the early like 2010s and early 2000s, I guess, uh, or late 2000s. Some of them were pretty terrible. Some of them were just like a weekly like, oh, look at this joke that I can turn into a comic because I can do art and that's great. Um, a lot of them were kind of like weird and like kind of useless. Like there was like Penny Arcade or like things like that uh some of them i still kind of follow like there's um shoot i don't remember what it's called but it's 
It's a format of comic that has like a dinosaur on it. It's like a green dinosaur and it's like stepping on buildings and then there's a couple dinosaurs that like poke their heads in. Uh, it's written by Ryan North, but the f- the mm. the comic panels are always the same. They yeah. just change the words and it's it's a new comic every time and it's it's really great. I don't understand how you could take such a simple idea and do that. Um, and then there was XKCD, which is uh, stick figures drawn, and it's like kind of like math and science related uh, comics, but also like really goofy and all these things. Um, and those ones I really enjoyed. And then there were things like Gunner Creek Court. Um, there was. I'm trying to remember the ones that I used to read, and I really can't. Uh, Meek started maybe in like 2008, 2009. And its last update was like February or sometime last year. Um, but I know there was like a lot of delays that that artist was having. Um, so I like, even though it hasn't had an update this year yet, um, I'm really excited that it even got to 2020. So I, I need to catch up on that. Um, and yeah, I just, I was, I feel like I was there in the, in the heat, in the thick of it. Uh, for this webcomic boom. And there's so many webcomics that exist right now. And there's lots of good like apps that you can read webcomics on and different uh, online companies or, and um, societies is the wrong word. What would you call like, co- no, collaborate, no? Uh, like places that you could go online and like communities. Lots of online like webcomic communities as well. Uh, there was this one called uh, Hannah is not a boy's name. And it was, sorry, it's not a girl's uh, Hannah is a boy's name, I think. And it was just about this guy who was kind of like a detective. And there were, for some reason, there was like zombies and stuff. And it just had a really neat art. It was just really wild. I'm not trying to describe this properly. I know I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. But it just like stopped. Sounds like you're really veering. I love it. But you're really veering off from the beer. No. The initial I, thing. Well, the initial thing was undivine. But the more so, it was like the, the passion that I used to have for all these webcomics and I was really excited to talk about it because I read Undivine I ripped through it and I was like I remember I, I forgot how much I liked these and then I tried to find some of the older ones that I was reading before um, and sometimes it's really unfortunate Hannah is uh, Hannah is a boy's name or Hannah's not a boy's name or whatever I believe it's Hannah is not a boy's name because they make fun of the guy named Hannah for having that name um, but yeah that just like stopped suddenly and I don't know if anybody knows what happened to that artist because they did not use like their um, online handle. They didn't use their real name. They were just like, yeah, this is so-and-so and I make this thing. And then it just stopped. And it was just like a weird thing. And there's only like one person on Tumblr uh, that I follow that remembers it, to my knowledge. But yeah, well, there, there's, there's a whole slew of webcomics that I think are totally worth it. Um, Gunner Creek, if I could recommend some, Undivine, absolutely, obviously. Uh, Gunner Creek Court uh, is obviously one of my favorites. Uh, there is this website that kind of has some, it's called Hiveworks. I think they just collected some in kind of like a weird community thing. Um, and some of them just look really neat. Like, you, you can just discover all sorts of different art styles and artists. Um... Let me see. There was a couple that I recognized. Where'd they go? Uh, oh, Barbarous, which is great. It's uh, written by Yuko Ota and Anand, 
uh, Hirsch. Uh, hopefully, I pray that I uh, said their names correctly. Um, at their website was Johnny Wander. They did like a semi-autobiographical uh, webcomic series that was just like kind of cute anecdotes about their lives. And they kind of uh, just made like a neat uh, webcomic about it. And their art style was really neat. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see about... You, you remember... Uh, Johnny Wander at all or I got the books for Barbarous like I got like these giant books for Barbarous because I did I back to oh yeah 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 uh, but yeah anyways there the, I just the whole point is that Undivine reminded me about how much I love these webcomics and I just wanted to talk about them but everybody should go try out Undivine uh, and go follow uh, Cat Coconut because boy howdy do I love their art and their art style? It's amazing. Um, that being said, I'm super stoked. I went to go check Johnny Wander's website uh, because there's a hat that I now want. It says nice, uh, but the C and the E are 69. Eh. Just think that's funny. What's your thing? Melissa, don't you dare try to tell me every time you see 69, you don't try to, you don't say nice in your head. No, I say bleh. I don't believe you. Say fooey. How dare you. Tomfoolery. <laughs> so yeah, what's your thing? Um, well, I was just going to continue on and talk about our new boys. Okay. Because okay. we got rats. three little babies they're six weeks old and their names are greg wirt and theodore and they are my special sons and they love to crawl over you and um they are just really sweet and um yeah I have been learning a lot about rats because when I get a new pet, I become very obsessive about giving them the best care that I can. And um, and for the most part, it's good because I have learned a lot of nice things about them. Um, and rats are just like the sweetest pets. They're so intelligent and they're so special. And yeah, I mean... Much time do we have left? Like ten minutes. Oh. You thought you had less, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess this was really was a tired episode. Anyways. Alright, so our rats that we got are called silver mane rats. Um, specifically, what differentiates them from other rats is that they are very soft. Like their fur is extremely soft. It is just like. It is amazing, isn't it? It is very great. It's yes. so soft. Because I didn't expect that, uh, which, yeah, that's the whole point. Normally rats have rougher fur, but these little babies, they've got um, really soft fur. Um, they also do this thing, it's um, like chattering, or um, I guess it's just like called chattering. Yeah, I don't think it's another but, word. But um, they like grind their teeth together when they're really happy, and it's like a cat purring. And that's the cutest thing. Um, and it's they, very it, well. It's very nice because 
we used to associate chattering with bad because guinea pigs chatter when they're stressed or angry. Yeah. And now we sometimes get chattering and it's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so far they really enjoy kale. <laughs> um, what? It's just, I, I know you were trying to think of more, but Apple, you could only think of kale, and that's why. Cucumber. Oh, there, there it is. Shredded zucchini, which they found quite fun. Shredded specifically? Yeah, I shredded it for them. No, but do they can they eat whole zucchini? Sure, but it's more fun for them that way. Gotcha. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was showing Melissa, trying to get her to remember all the other things that Johnny Wander did, and Johnny Wander did a comic called Lucky Penny that was very good, and I got a hardcover right there, and I just wanted to talk about it for a second, but could you please continue about our boys, our new boys? Anyway, so, uh, they love, where was I, shredded zucchini? Yep, Apple. not whole zucchini. They like strawberry, they like uncooked whole wheat pasta, they like natural slash original rice cakes they cheerios Brennan, come on i was getting there they love cheerios they go wild for cheerios also today Brennan and i had katie and they love katie also i only gave them one noodle each but they really liked it yeah one of the best things about rats um and if you don't like rats, possibly maybe a worse thing if you are just adverse, uh, but they are omnivores. So for the most part, aside from like things that can affect small animals um, that we wouldn't think are poisonous, but sometimes they are, they can effectively eat anything. So yeah, they can fully eat cooked KD with the cheese sauce all over it. And it's just, it's just so great to just see they it. They can eat chicken bones. Yeah. They'll just, they'll have a time. Um, I'm really excited when they get a little bit older. I'm going to um, basically uh, give them hard-boiled eggs with the shell on, and apparently they, like, roll it around to get the shell off and eat the egg inside. I'm really excited about that. I'm also in the works of making them a dig box, but I messed up the soil. Uh, Please explain how you messed up the soil. Um, well, it's like a coconut-based substrate, so it's like safe for pets, and it came in a block, and you're supposed to soak it in water, and I put too much water in it. So, so now we have a bucket full of liquid dirt. Uh, and Melissa thinks that it will dry up and be good uh, in like maybe a couple more days. It's straight up going to take two weeks, if it's outside. I'm going to strain it, and you'll see. Yeah, only after my suggestion of straining it. No. You didn't think of straining it. I did. Oh, okay. Of course I did. Did? No, no any, that's any, fine. Any normal person <laughs> would do that. <laughs> sure, convince our audience. I know the truth. The boys know the truth. What, what truth do they know? That you're... Smell. Real original. Yeah. Anyway, they're great. They love to play around and they do the cutest things. They like jump on top of each other when they're playing and it's so cute. Like today, I feel like Greg jumped on top of Theo and Theo's just laying on his back and like playing dead and he was like doing it and then Greg finally left him alone and he stayed like that. 
And I was like actually worried about him. But then he was like, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're super adorable and awesome pets. So yeah, it's just a little update on the boys, the little boys. The big boys are also doing good. Oppa's surgery went well, so he is home safe and... We did technically talk about it, but it's healing just fine. Like yeah. that's that's the real update. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say it. No, that's fair. He is a happy boy again. Well, for the most part. And we got Momo. He's also good. He's a potato. He's a potato boy. A baked potato. Sweet potato. Yeah. I, so I keep seeing in animes that apparently sweet potato, like just a baked sweet potato, is just like a, a fun treat. And I want to try that now. Baked sweet potato? No, I have not. Oh. But the way, like the way that it's presented in the show, I don't think that I hate uh, the way it's presented in like uh, those shows because it's in multiple. Is that it's like baked in a tin foil and then you hand someone the tin foil and like maybe wrapped in paper and then you just eat it. You eat it like a like a hot pocket. Yeah, right. So so that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Apparently that's like a just like a neat snack. Only in the context of the shows that I've seen it in, which are like all have like Japanese rel- uh, relatively Japanese origins. Interesting. Yeah, I wanna f- I wanna try that. Apparently, I don't know if they put anything on it. You gotta stop looking at Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Mostly, just keeps showing me the worst thing in the world. And then every time she somehow shows me something worse, there's a Disney's Pocahontas po- uh, Polly Pocket picture where they did not get anybody's face right. No, they got Pocahontas' face right. Nope. She's like, get me out of here. <laughs> get this white man out of my face. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, John Smith freaking sucks. Who's John so. Smith? That man. I don't remember Pocahontas. I don't even Think know. Think about I the it. most basic white man, John Smith. Oh, oh gosh. That's his name. Dang. He freaking sucks. So, anyway. Yeah, they. I, yeah, I don't even remember what Pocahontas really was, but they really did a bad thing by making that movie. Yeah, and they did again by making Pocahontas two. They did Pocahontas two. Oh, it's horrible. Is it like the same kind of levels of like Beauty and the Beast 2? Where absolutely 100% they had like the Zed team animators? Uh, yeah, but it's also like she goes to England and they try and like... does she quote unquote have a better life? Um, well, they're just like, they try and like assimilate her. They're like, you have to wear these clothes. You have to like get rid of your culture. Like very like that very disney style it's it's horrible and then like john smith is barely in it she has this new love interest what yeah i don't know listen it's not good okay all right problematic what would you look at that we have 15 seconds left anyways uh thanks everyone at trent radio thank you for persevering through this episode i have no idea why we are like this i don't think anyone made it this far <laughs> uh but if you did uh thanks to matt campbell who we love and appreciate so much uh and we will see you next time bye